Hey, it's Mike from The Cut Music. Wanted to let you know that today's episode is being brought to you by Skillshare.com. It is the holiday season, and maybe you have a creative in your life. Maybe you are the creative. Head over to Skillshare.com and take one of their thousands of courses, ranging from animation, creative writing, fine art, graphic design, marketing, freelance entrepreneurship, anything you can imagine, as long as it's in the creative realm, well, this is the place for creatives. They're going to have something for you, and we got you covered. Check the link in the description and use the promo code to help support this channel. We really appreciate it. Now, let's get the show started. Welcome to the Cut Music. We are your hosts, Mike and the Moosh and Brad. <laughs> We're holding it in, boys. Every week, it's getting a little bit better, a little bit juicier, a little bit sexier. I, f- I feel like I choose like a totally different take on it every week. Yeah. I need to like pick a pitch and stick with it. I, I, that's right. We were gonna do the harmonica. Shit, where's my harmonica thing? Where is I had I had it lying around here somewhere. Yeah. Well, I mean, look, life is about variety. And today's show, we're our playlist that we put together. We are pressing play on our Spotify wrapped for each of us. Yeah. Right. To show a bit of the variety that we've had, or in my case, sort of lack thereof. I didn't have a, I didn't have a whole lot of variety, but we'll, we'll get to that. And let us know what was on your Spotify wrap. Be sure to hit us up on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and uh, TikTok. We've been putting out videos pretty consistently and, and keeping up a presence there. And you can find us on all of those platforms at thecutmusic.com. Also, shout out to Vagabond Artiste for our merch shop. Uh, you can find him uh, on Instagram as well. We have a link to him on our website, and he produced all of our Mental Health is Mental Health merch, which all proceeds go to benefit those that are struggling with mental health issues. So support them and your metal community. All of that, including our regular merch and everything else, can be found at thecutmusic.com. Hey, I feel like, Outstanding. I, feel like I tied that it. one together today. Jesus Christ. Yeah, that, that, was, that was tight and clean. I liked it. <laughs> Dude, speaking of, before we get started, speaking of our Spotify wrapped, guys, how, like, what are your, what are your stats? Let's talk about the stats for our Spotify wrapped this year. Oh, the stats. Yeah. Oof. I want to hear how many minutes was listened, were listened for you guys. And what are your like top five? Cause I know uh, it's a bit dicey for you, Mike, but I mean, just, we'll just go over the top five real quick and then we'll choose our cuts from the top, what, 30 or top 50 or whatever well uh I, I think what we did for the show today is we either chose from our top five artists or like our top 15 to 20 songs i think i think is how at least how i approached it um mm-hmm. so as far as minutes go i had to add mine together because i i was still going back and forth on uh the the cut music's spotify account mm-hmm. and then my personal i'm not doing that anymore my personal i already went through and basically shared all the playlists that I've built over the years with the cut music. So now I have no reason. I just have a free account that's just sitting there. But I would probably say that my total minutes come in around 21,000 minutes. Okay. Is that about? I had, 14, I got. I had 14 yeah. on the cut and another seven or so on, 
on my person. That's respectable. Um, I'm at 32,500, which just seems like an ungodly amount until I was scrolling through Twitter trying to find out, you know, when everyone was posting their, uh, their, their stats, like, you know, the, the screenshot and their links for Spotify unwrapped. Uh-huh. And I was seeing like on Twitter and Instagram, people were posting them. And at first I felt really good. Cause I was like, oh man, 32,000. I killed it. I listened to a ton of music. And then one guy was out there and he posted, oh, here's my Spotify rap. And it was like 80 something thousand minutes. Yeah. Some of us got a job. Yeah. And I was like, I mean, I listen to music at work, but still like that's obnoxious. I'm out. <laughs> Brad, where, where, did you, where did you come in at? 21,006 minutes. Okay. So I know from the Spotify deal that my 14,000 minutes or something like that, it was like equivalent to like nine days. So if you add in the other, that's probably another, we'll be conservative and call it six days. So that's, that's over two weeks. Hmm. Now, yeah, mine said about mine said 22 days worth of music, like consistent music listening, which is again, like that seems see, but unnecessary. Oh, it's almost on. an entire month. Do you listen to Spotify when you're sleeping? Do you go to sleep listening to Spotify? Negative. No. Okay. The 80,000 you know, minute guy does. You know what just made me sad? Uh oh. I just realized most of my music listening is done in my vehicle on my way to work. <laughs> Two weeks I have spent going to oh work. Oh my gosh, just commute <laughs> listening? That's depressing. I mean, I do the same thing, but I feel like mine, mine would be even higher if it included how many times I've spun records. Because I spin, I spin a record okay, almost every see, day. You know what I mean? Yeah, I so. listen to more of my records throughout the year as well is my collection is expanded so i mean there's probably a good yeah, five thousand minutes on bread. that oh yeah easily bread is is your commute not like 30 minutes yeah it's yeah well i mean with good traffic on the way home most days i'm looking at like an hour oh yeah that, okay that, that sounds about right yeah huh it's incredible it's crazy and hey listeners if you want to share your spotify wrapped with the cut music tweet at us hit us up on instagram just shoot it over i'm curious i'm so curious (laughs) i would love to like see what our listeners are listening to yeah absolutely uh that's always that always makes for great conversations sharing music with us i mean we certainly do it with you every week and be sure to give the show a like and a rating it really really helps us out uh you know algorithms and all that bullshit but um i say we jump into it and uh we're we're only doing nine tracks today i think it's going to be a little bit of everywhere too i i Mm -hmm. i think given the three of us it has to be so moosh i think you should uh, call it the three by three the three of us and the three songs. Three by three. Three by three. There you go. Why don't you yeah. uh, g- give us your first one? All right. Um, one of my top artists. I feel like it's a top artist every year for me. Um, it's one of those bands that I realize that I'm starting to just turn into, you know, our parents' generation to where you, you always have the same band you listen to since high school. Mm. Um, for me, that's Incubus. I've listened to Incubus. I've seen them several times in uh, live. I this year I bought my first vinyl of Incubus, my first Incubus vinyl. Um, and so I've been listening to a lot more Incubus because not only do I have it on vinyl, but every time I put on um, uh, the vinyl, the record and spin it, I want to listen to more. And I wish I had more. <laughs> my song today is Animali by Incubus off of a light grenade, which is a vinyl I do not own, but I'm seeking. Um, and this is just, I just love this track all around. And it's definitely one of my top songs of the year. Animali by Incubus. 
fuck, I fucking love that song, man. It gets me up every day. I love it. It's really fun. Oh, I didn't man. expect to start the list off with new metal, but that that was the way to I go. I know. My only issue was is that it wasn't done by Aaron Lewis of Stained. I feel like it would have been a whole lot better. Mm. <laughs> I was really? hoping Puddle of Mud. You Definitely so? Puddle of Mud. <laughs> I mean, look, Jill, it, the joke, you got the joke out there. Good one. Jokies. <laughs> it, uh, I mean, look, Brandon Boyd's voice just goes without saying, but uh, I, who's their drummer, Moosh? Uh, the drummer is Jose Pasillas. Yes. That, yeah, no, that, that's right. that name rings a bell. I love the drums in this song. I, I've heard this song maybe a dozen times in my life, which is not a lot. But every time I listen to it, I go, oh, it's this song. And then I hear the drums come in and I go, oh, yeah, this song. I Yeah, the drums are. Track. I mean, he kills it on the drums. And one of my favorite is uh, uh, Ben Kenny on the bass. Like he does such a phenomenal like just. I don't know what it is about like what guitar he uses or the tone or the amp or preamps or what he does, but something about like his bass always like it inspires me to want to play more bass. Like Ben Kenny is phenomenal. It's def- I, I think it's definitely the tone. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, the tone, especially in this song, it, it wasn't too deep. Um, I, mm-hmm. to be honest with you, production wise, I could have used a little bit more on the low end. Um, yeah, but I, the, the, it, it really brings it out. It sounds, it sounds Closer to a I guitar. I mean, this was this album came out my senior year of high school, and I was like all in. Like I loved this album. Nice. I was at work when this album came out. <laughs> <laughs> what year was this? Two thousand six. Two thousand. Yeah, I was working. Yeah, I mean, I was working, but I was also in high school still. Nah. Yeah, it's not not the same. Yeah, yeah whatever. All right, Go the, fuck yourself. There's just a you have a different day working fast food. When you're still, a, you know, I've never worked fast food. Look at me! Wow, lucked out. My first, my first job. Fucking privilege, <laughs> your privilege, privilege yeah. alert. <laughs> oh, my first job was at a music store. <laughs> really? Oh, with fucking yeah. Snake Rock, right? With Snake Rock, yeah, you remember? Yeah, oh, was, I was wow. 16 years old when I started there, and I worked there for all all throughout high school until I fucked off to college. So I yeah. love that Brad and I went to the same place. <laughs> Fast food? No, privilege. <laughs> no, privilege. <laughs> <laughs> What's the difference? <laughs> All right, Mike, where All are we right. going? What do you got? I, I fell into an artist that has been around for a long time <laughs> for the first time. I've never listened okay. to Rob Zombie. I did play him. I talked about this on our Halloween episode. That's right, yeah. Um, I think that's the only time we have had Rob Zombie on the show. I played Dragula because I fucking love that song, but I fell into Rob Zombie uh, for the first time ever. I had heard Dragula. I'd heard, uh, what is that song? 1965. 1965, I think is what it's called. Um, I don't know. I don't don't claim to be a diehard fan. All I know is I would put on This Is Rob Zombie and Rob Zombie Radio quite a bit over the latter half of this summer. And I don't want to play Dragula again. Everybody know everybody that knows Rob Zombie or doesn't even know Rob Zombie knows that song. But another song that I love that is that gets me just as pumped as Dragula does. It's off of the Sinister mm-hmm. Urge, and it's called Feel So Numb. Fucking love this track. Here we go. Ah, shit. God damn. Motherfucking blood is Dude. pumping. 
Yeah, Brad and I both had the same idea. We're like, dude, we need to do another gym gym music? Yeah. Gym playlist? Yeah, no, we totally should. Dude, okay, yeah. so th- this, Mike, you always talk about how songs transport you to a certain location or a certain oh, place. The good ones, and, at least. Yeah, dude, this song immediately. I was like, this is like a... um. Like a big movie, action movie montage of like either a mechanic shop where all the guys are just rough, like like Fast and the Furious, oh, where all the guys are tough and they're build, build, working on cars and they're gonna soup up this car to make it look all real badass, sweaty, and, and got their shirts off. And- yeah, they just oh yeah, yeah, it's super <laughs> super homoerotic, and I'm here for it. And I would love to just like that. that this is that music that plays. You know, they have it on the stereo and it's just blasting yes. out loud. And someone's yeah, like, you, you know, you know what, you're replacing right. it's a break shitty, pads or something. It's a shitty boombox in the back of the shop. Yeah. This is blasting but for rock. whatever reason, because it's in a movie theater, you're hearing it with you're like, hearing the, you know, yes. the huge. Yeah. But yeah, in all reality, it'll pan out to when they, you know, the actors start talking and it's just a shitty boombox. It's just a shitty boombox. I, I so wish at the end there, there was just they just did fucking double bass 16th notes mm. under that. That's all. That's like yeah. the only thing the song's missing. But what I love about this track is. My my favorite, and this is cliche. I don't claim to be a Rob Zombie fan. I really don't. I just started liking his music this year. Um, mm. But what I do, what I love about this song that I find similar similar to Dragula, which is my favorite Rob Zombie song, um, is the use of the effects and the way that they crescendo and drop with one another with the yeah. and then with the with the higher pitch like distorted guitar over the top. I there's there's similarities in production between Feel So Numb. And Dragula, and I mean, God, I like I said, I am not a Rob Zombie song, so I'm actually checking this album because it would make sense if those two were on the same album, but I don't see Dragula on here, so they are not. Mm. I don't even know what album Dragula's on. I don't fight me, all right? <laughs> Fuck yourself. Do your own damn research. Yeah. God damn. Either way, journey a little bit. Fucking, uh, I, I fucking like the shit from Zombie, like Living Dead Girl and shit like that. Like I'm loving all of it. That's amazing. Yeah. Brad, that was good. Brad's next. Brad, Brad, how are you yeah, gonna I mean, come up? How are you gonna follow that? You guys that? brought some high energy, and I got mostly sad fucking songs. My man, how was your year? Uh, yeah, you know, I just send, <laughs> I just spend a lot of time listening to sad music. I don't know what sitting, it is. Sitting in traffic. <laughs> uh, that might be it. Knowing I'm going to work. <laughs> Stuck in traffic, listening to sad songs. That's you know what? That's America. That's that's we'll an go album. With something title. with a higher tempo, but. Eh, you know, actually, you can, I don't think this song's down. too sad. Um, Hot Mulligan. They've been on my list the last two years. I can't stop listening to them. I tried. I actively tried not to have them on my list this year. I, I do make conscious efforts to not have. To listen to new things every year, and somehow they ended up at number one again. Again, dude, I try every again. year and I can't get rid of Linkin Park. Yeah, it's 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 one of those things. And I'm like. Uh, all right. Well, yeah, I guess you, that's what we did. You it, played it's crazy. Drink Milk and Run on uh, on cuts. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I know we didn't. Yeah, that song kicked ass, but I mean, a terrible choice. Yeah, it's it's funny yeah. though, Brad, because I, I milk was a terrible I, choice. I, <laughs> I have a band that's been uh, number five for the last three years. Hmm. That's coming up later. But Lincoln Park, I did what I did. What you're suggesting, I ch- literally tried to uh, like. Venture out and listen to other shit. Linkin Park still came in number four. Mm. God damn. Still. It's hard. I, I don't even At know. At least it wasn't number one. I don't know how I did it. No, 2021. That was a year. 
2021 was a year. I was in the top point one, like tenth of a percent. <sighs> yeah, wow. that was insane. Those stats when we, when we first did our unwrapped or our Spotify wrapped. I know, and this is the year I'm I'm in the top like two percent or something. You should have gotten a three gift card to therapy for that. I know, right? But th- <laughs> this year I'm in the top like two percent or something like that. And like Shinoda <laughs> sends me a message now, and it's like, bro, I needed you in 2021. When I was yeah, like, where were yeah, you? Yeah, where were yeah. you, Michael? <laughs> yeah, they should have. Uh, they should have released that. Um, their their latest track, their latest single. I was lost. Yeah. Oh wait, the oh wait, his new one. No, lost. Oh, lost. Okay, because he he. Yeah, I forget the name. The right he track. just dropped one. I, I was I was lost, but I was yeah. on the right track. Yeah. Mm. Speaking of tracks, all right, Brad, Hot Mulligan. What are we listening to? Uh, this song's called Featuring Mark Hoppus. 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 I won't reach out to you. Dive. It's amazing. Oh my God. I love it so much. How they can put out such an upbeat, like instrumentals and then write some of the saddest shit behind it. And if you're not listening to it, you don't pick it up. Mike, I know you're going to say something. I'm going to let you finish. Mike, (laughs) (laughs) Brad, that was amazing. Uh, my favorite part of that whole song is watching Mike on the on the Zoom call just be like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> because he can't handle the vocals. No, <laughs> I was dude, I was feeling it, man, and I didn't it's hear Mark Hoppus once. No, he's not even in it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mike, you can you can uh, you can speak now. Uh, I'm just I'm just sitting here quietly. Not a boy. There's an emo accent, man. Learn your lesson. Like there's just, there's a fucking, there's an accent to it. But two Mm -hmm. things. One, uh, hey, Jared, over at Fresh Off the Press, I just want to say, and I know you say that you're never going to try vocals and you're never going to sing, but I've been doing production for like 85 years. I've worked (laughs) with a lot of vocalists and I'm telling you that there is something about this guy's voice that... The second time I've heard Hot Mulligan here, you know what? he just makes me think of you. And I really think if you tried singing over there, Jared, this is what you would sound like. Hmm. That's, a, that's a good compliment, Jared. I like it. I Dude, mean, I, oh, hold I on, hold on. Just so we're clear, I mean this in the worst possible way. We know you do, but I mean, <laughs> I, I take it and run with it. Jared, send me your vocal tracks. We'll make, we'll make, we'll make something happen. No, in all seriousness, I, I, I hear something in the, in, 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 I don't know if it's Jared's like Boston accent versus like, uh, the, the, dude, the, is there Boston emo? Because I would subscribe right now. There's about to be, there's about to be, uh, f- like fresh out the clinic or something. <laughs> fresh off the couch fresh off the couch <laughs> fresh couch. out of therapy <laughs> so here's 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 how i would love for you to think about emo music you know how oh, sorry. like yeah you know how uh um you go to watch a horror movie like it's a scary movie and you go there you know it's gonna be scary uh-huh. and it's not necessarily fun like scary is not a happy like horror movies aren't happy-go-lucky films, they're not going to make you feel good. They're going to make you feel fearful. They're going to make you feel scared. They're going to shock you and, uh-huh. and hopefully raise a little blood pressure. Uh-huh. Um, think of emo. Not We don't listen to it because we're sad. We listen to it because it induces a little bit of sadness from their perspective, and it introduces a little bit of empathy 
for their story. That's where he doesn't get no, it. No, no, the no, empathy yeah, part. no. Mike has I, no empathy. That's what it is. Uh, I've seen him laugh at like shelter ads for puppies. <laughs> Those are, are, are they in the background? Are they not funny? Is that is it just yeah. me, bro? I've seen him walk up to the missing children poster in Walmart and go, "Oh, it's that's the hide and seek <laughs> Hall of Fame." God. Damn. Wait, hold on, Moose. You think you Moose, know somebody. You these... think you know somebody, Brad, and Mike comes along and you're just like, who are you? Are these the milk carton kids? Is this what they're no, saying? The milk carton kids are in the running to be on the Hall of Fame. Yeah, they are. According Good, to you. Good for them. Uh, <laughs> sure. God okay. Damn. So, it, it, um, where was I going with this? Oh, no. Precisely. Moose, I totally understand what you're saying. I can listen to emotional songs to get, that, that get me that way and all that other shit. But to use your horror movie example, I think what I'm saying is I view it as an immature. And look, guys, don't stop listening to the show. I'm outnumbered here. So if you don't agree with me, <laughs> two of us are on it's your okay. side. Uh, yeah. I think it is emotionally immature the way they uh convey their emotions so to use your horror movie example i understand you go there to expect to be scared or whatever but i view it as pixar has made a horror movie (laughs) and that if you're getting scared at a pixar horror movie you're either a five-year-old or you don't know how to take care of your emotions And I'm not trying to be insulting. That's just that's how I personally view it. And again, if you want to fight me, fight me. But remember, the other two completely oh, man. agree we, we with you. We haven't brought that up in a long time. Yeah, I know. Fight I've, me. I know. I've been trying to be a kinder, gentler, but it's 2024. That's right. Mm. It, it's here. Is it? Yeah. He made a resolution mm-hmm. to be meaner. Oh, I did. Mm. Have less empathy. Want to be a fucking Grinch. Yeah. All year. He's going to stand outside the yeah, oncology Christmas unit. Christmas just Whoa, ended. One. What? Christmas just ended, okay? Just give, just... I know, so that season, that dreadful season of giving is gone. I don't got to deal with that shit anymore. I don't got to fake my empathy. I can go back to laughing at puppies. Mm. You know what really sucks is I am the only dog lover, like actual dog <laughs> lover out of the three of us. <laughs> That's accurate. I love dogs. I just don't want to have to... You don't Listen, love them that much. Pick up shit. I love old people as long as they stay in the home. That's kind of what you're saying. <laughs> True words have never been said. <laughs> Out there trying to vote like their vote matters. Yeah. Not like they're going to die the year after gonna, their Yeah, vote you're not going to make it to the next election. Gerald. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Quit telling me I can't play Grand Theft Auto 6 because it's corrupting the youth, you old bastard. <laughs> Hey, man, I got excited when I saw that trailer. Yo. Hell yeah, I did. I got excited when I saw that trailer, and I got excited. Amazon. The Fallout TV series? The Fallout series. Yeah, that's the other thing I got excited for. I like. Look, all right, Brad, I I know your issue. I know your issue. Uh, Amazon, like, failed on Halo. They failed on the, the Lord of the Rings shit. I know, but the boys came out of that. And The boys. And, um... Um. Oh, John, John Krasinski. Um. Oh, Jack Ryan. Jack Ryan came yeah. out. Came out of Jack Amazon. A killer so, show. Look, they they can do it right once Literally. in a while. All right, but they they don't bat a thousand like HBO used to. HBO doesn't mm-hmm. bat a thousand anymore, but they used to for about fifteen years. HBO was the best fucking <laughs> provider That's out true. there. But 
Yeah, yeah, for yeah, for a while HBO was worth the subscription price. I mean, it still, still is if it. you have it. Still it. Is, but it still is. You were getting a big bang for your buck back in the day. Yeah, everything everything was a fucking eight, like at mm-hmm. the least. But uh, whatever. Anyway, uh, who's wait Moose? Whose turn is it? Moose. It's Moose. Yeah, oh, it's Moose. It's me. Yeah, we just had a hot mulligan. And hello. Okay. Right. Um. So we're talking about. Oh, do I want to slow it down or do I want to pump it up again? All right, let's pump it up again. Let me let me talk about my my favorite find of this year. One artist that I didn't expect to fall in love with um, that absolutely took me by storm and I've been listening to a ton of. And I don't think I brought him on the show before. I may have talked about him. We haven't. You haven't mentioned him, but this still just surprises me. It, Dude. I've listened to their entire discography probably five times through this year. Proud of you. Since discovering them. I don't remember when I discovered them. It was just like a, a fluke. Like, I think a, a friend of mine just was like, yo, uh, these guys are coming to town. We should go. And we didn't. Unfortunately, I was unable to go. But Spirit Box is the artist I'm talking about. And this woman's vocals just fucking floor me. They are so magnificent. And the band kicks ass. The song I chose is circle with me. And it's like, I think it was the first song I heard by them and it just uh, enveloped me. I think I saw the music video and it just, I was, I was in love. This is circle with me by spirit box off of internal blue. Oh my God, dude. Courtney LaPlante is a fucking legend. A fucking legend. I love it, dude. <laughs> that break that's like two thirds of the way through, where she just is screaming and it's just metalcore as fuck. Oh my god, she's got pipes. She has pipes. Oh uh, my she's, god. And, and the thing is, is like she's got dirty and clean pipes. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Oh, I mean, I'm just out here, great. just like, just I'm just I don't even know how to like react properly. I'm just. Snap off my toes, you big unwashed buffalo! Like I don't, I don't know, John, you know John Oliver, like Adam Driver quotes. You know what I mean? Like that's just how I feel. Ugh. Who are you calling a buffalo? <laughs> <laughs> what the? F- <laughs> yeah, Moose. What I find weird about this, and I was actually scrolling through to try to figure out when you, because you texted me this the day you found it. You said you don't remember when that was. I want to say it was like spring, mm. and I remember. I think I was even talking to Brad about this at some point. I'm like, why is it that he likes his male singers to be like tenors and like high pitched? But when we get corn or slipknot or somebody to do those exact same screams, he's like, oh, no, they did nothing for me. I was going to like put me to sleep. But <laughs> yeah, when no, because, because a woman it's not, does you it, don't, you don't like, expect it. Like a, a man oh, screams, oh, so it's women- like, ooh, 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 ooh. like a man screams, it's just a big burly ape. And it's just like, oh, that's cute. When a woman does it, it's like, God damn. Oh, so it's hard. It's it's a bigger deal when a woman can do something a man can do. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Uh, and better, might I add. Uh, better. better than who? Yeah, you can go fuck yourself. Though, cause- better than most. Yeah. That's fair. Fight me. Most is most is a very generalized statement there. I mean, there's a lot of male screamers. I ugh, that's what I'm that's like, what I'm saying. Most like there, it, there's a lot of them. So of course it's most. 
Yeah, I think I think it's more, more impressive, less about because she's a woman. I just like that it's someone who's doing something that's generally male dominated and fucking not, killing. Yes. Not only that, but that's like you great. said earlier, like you said earlier, Mike is her her um her range. She yes. has very killer, like clean vocals mm-hmm. that rival like Amy Lee. Ah. And then like yeah, you can yeah, go fuck yourself. That might that might be they're very they're great. That's pretty far. They're great, no they're doubt. Good. No, they're okay. not good. They're, they're Amy Lee's a goddess. They're great. Oh no! Don't get me wrong. I I hold Amy Lee at very high regard. Not high I'd say Flyleaf, but Courtly. better. Better oh, than Flyleaf. Okay. You know what? Better than Flyleaf. I love Flyleaf. That was my one of my don't. first. Really? I got reasons though. <laughs> it's not the music. Oh well, I don't I don't pay attention to any of these artists' like personal lives or the garbage they get into because most artists are pieces of shit. But. Mm. What I can say is Flyleaf makes pretty good music. And I that was my first like intro to like um female led metal. Yeah, and I don't it was really her care for a lot of like, metal, but Lacuna Coil. We're like the yeah. first two Lacuna that came Coil out. and Kitty. Some good ass bands during that time. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. I don't put Amy Lee in that category. Amy Lee Evanescence no. was was different. The, yes, but the, well, I mean, I was just speaking simply on clean vocals because I don't think Amy Lee can scream. I mean, I've like that. Never, I've never heard her. No, I don't hear her. I just, tr- I just choose to believe that she'd be the best at it too. Though I, I think along with Brad <laughs> that she hasn't done it because the world can't handle it. That's yeah. probably true. I do, and I will. This might be controversial. I might be on a lone little hill over here, mm-hmm. but I do put Amy Lee in the same sort of impressive vocal category as Adele. So oh, I, we already we, okay. We, I thought we have we not have yeah, we discussed that all, before? I think we all agree oh. for different reasons. Yes, and different music style, but like yeah. overall, like I She's put that them like both. if we're making a tier list of vocalists, they're in my in there in my S S tier. Can we just can we take take a moment to appreciate just Amy Lee's covering "Going to California"? I think the very first cover I ever heard Amy Lee do was "Heart Shaped Box" by Nirvana, like oh. years oh. ago. Should, like pre twenty ten, drop an album of covers and it's just called "Did It Better." Yeah, yeah. dude, hands down, wood perch with the microphone, obvi- <laughs> with the microphone just yeah, sitting she's on the just floor, dropping the mic. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dude, yeah, I, mean, I fucking love Amy Lee. All right, uh, is my turn? It's my turn. Yeah, yeah, it's your turn. All right, guys. After all that talk about Amy Lee, we, the, the song was done by <laughs> Courtney LeBlanc. LeBlanc. She LeBlanc. Kicks ass. Hey, LeBlanc. you know what though? Spirit Box and Courtney LeBlanc. There are far LeBlanc. worse people LeBlanc. to be in the company of in conversation. Oh yeah, I and overall, I really did. I really enjoyed that. I I enjoy Spirit Box. I think they're great. I would love to see them live. I will probably see them within the next year, given the amount of concerts I go to. Well, well, I'll tell you something real quick before you um, go on to your next track. Spirit Box has said that they're not touring for 2024 unless they uh, get uh, what what they they use a certain term. They said unless. They get beckoned by the call or something, or unless like the the horn, the triumph horns have been called, or or something like there was a there's another That's band. That's our podcast. Yeah, yeah, they're yeah they're gonna do it. We're now. blowing the yeah, horn. Yeah. Okay. Spirit yeah, we're box. blowing the horn. No, there's there's another there's another band. Um, oh my god, uh, I think Brad, you put them on the show a couple weeks ago. I can't think of them right now off the top of my head. God damn it, I wasn't prepared for this. But there's another band that if that band says they want Spirit Box to tour with them, Spirit Box will do it, but they won't they won't tour otherwise. 
Is it sleep token? Sleep token. Thank you. Oh, wow. You got, you got I, that was just a it. guess. A yeah. shot in the dark. 100%. And I haven't even put them on here. Damn. Yeah. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. It was just like, God, they sound like they would do a show together. Yeah. yeah. That was if, my main if, thing. They, Spirit Box has announced that they won't go on tour unless, and they didn't even, they like extracted sleep tokens name, but they said, unless a certain artist invites us and everyone knows it's sleep token. If sleep token mm. invites Spirit Box, they'll go on tour with them. Yeah. That'd be fun. I would 100% buy tickets right now. Yeah. Sleep Token was great at a festival. I would love to actually see them have full control over the stage and the oh, theatrics. Yeah. Like, they they were a bit mind-blowing. I love that shit. Um, so, moving on to my next track. There is a band yes. that I don't try to not have in my top five every year. I don't try to put them in my top five every year. I just... They have their albums that I love. And I always mm-hmm. go back to, I have played mm-hmm. several songs from their album Gore on this show because Gore okay. is a no skip, one of my favorite top albums of all fucking time. Um, and, but we're not playing a song off Gore. We're going to play a song that recently, and I don't remember what episode, Brad, you and I were talking about how we have not played Passenger off a of White Pony, which is Deftones, mm-hmm. Gina Moreno featuring... Uh, Maynard James Keenan from Tool. Yes. Oh, shit. Okay. This song is, it's, it's, it's perfect for what it is. It's absolutely fucking perfect. And I want to say that Maynard wrote the majority of this song. The Deftones came up with the track. The Deftones came up with the track, sent it to Keenan, asked him if he wanted to be involved. Keenan wrote out the lyrics, sent it to Chino. Chino sang it, left the parts open for Keenan, and that's how the song was made. Uh, and Damn. this was back in the day where you didn't have, I mean, this album came out, White Pony came out in 90, or no, in 2000. 2000. We yeah. did not mm-hmm. have, you know, what we're doing right now that allows us to do this podcast. No, not at all. No. Like this is done over. Internet, internet was still internet in its messenger. infancy. Yeah, yeah. AOL Instant Messenger off of Windows XP. Like Hashtag ASL. <laughs> and snail yeah. mail and, and the telephone. Like. It's just Telephone. insane that, uh, that this is how this this song came to be. And it's off of not my favorite Deftones album, but a lot of people's favorite Deftones album. My favorite. Brad's favorite. White Pony. This is Passenger. Deftones featuring uh, Maynard James Keenan from Tool. <laughs> Fucking Abe Cunningham on the goddamn drums, dude. Jesus Christ. You know what? Doing his best Danny Carey fucking impression. I mean, <laughs> you kind of want to, right? I mean, if James Maynard or Maynard James Keenan's there, yeah, but I mean, it's not like this is the only time he's ever done intricate drums. No, 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 but that's definitely you. You got to feel more inspired to. No, you know, guys, but, sure. What every every time you guys play another, like either either of you, uh huh. Every time you guys play a song from them, it's. It just draws me in. I don't know hmm. if it's, I don't know if it's the introduction. I don't know if it's the buildup. I don't know if it's actually just sitting here with good headphones and just listening. But I, I really enjoyed that. You can't better than better than sex tape. No, no, I, I still prefer sex. Sex tape was the best song thus far. Moose, you can't just run out on this family and come back every time you fucking please. Okay. Yeah, I can. You. He likes the singles. I'm t- I'll give him that. I'm tired That's fair. of Moose. He's not a deep cut guy. I'm tired of him going no out Deftones. for a pack of cigarettes and being gone 
for three months and then you show back up <laughs> and you're like, I want back in the family. I had to walk 15 miles uphill both ways for those cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> Every time we play a fucking Deftone song on here, he loves it. And he's like, oh my God, no, I'm going to do it this time, guys. I'm going to do it. I'm going to commit. I'm going to listen to more Deftones. I'm gonna, one of these days, I'm going to quit drinking beer. But you know what? It's not today. Not today. <laughs> no, I've tried listening to... I haven't the listened to White Pony yet. But I did listen to Gore. And there was like one or two songs that I enjoyed. And then... It's a goddamn shame. Go get more yeah. cigarettes. And then there was another, another album I listened to. And I was like, okay, okay. I'll listen to it. I listened to it. And I was like, eh, it was like two songs. Probably Diamond Eyes. Diamond Eyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Great album cover, by the way. The White Snow Owl. Mm-hmm. That's the he or she has a good personality equivalent. What'd you think of the, What'd you think of that that band? It's got a great album cover. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck's sake! Passive aggressive yeah. much? Jesus Christ! I don't. Mean and I to do be. feel like we might have to put Deftones on the list here soon. I feel like we've played them a fuck ton. Have we? With no. me and you both I, loving I them. I I'm saying it's not enough because I'm still I still feel like I don't really appreciate them the way you guys appreciate them now he's just a glutton for punishment this is some bdsm (laughs) shit (laughs) didn't i say we were gonna clockwork orange moose oh wait no we we just gotta start bringing in a different album each time we play them like ohms and shit so yeah i and i've only done one song from around the fur we can we can probably pull another one out of there boots with the fur you know what my my least favorite single from them is um is the song where he kind of raps. I think it's Off White Pony. Uh, uh, yeah, there's a couple. Yeah. Uh, it's, it is, I think it's Off This. Dude, fucking. Is it Knife Party? Fucking Jar of Flies. No, it's not Knife Party. Maybe, uh, maybe it's off of Around they the They have a song fur. called Korea. Oh, Back and to R- School. RX Queen. Back to, back to School. Back to School. Yeah, no, Back to School. I do, so. I do not like that song. I never oh, have. the intro track. Okay. I have a, the next. Brad, the next opportunity you have to add a Deftone song, make it back to school because I have a feeling that's going to be the song that's like, Moose is like, that's a missing piece right there. I had to no. find you the song that Mike like, hated. That'll be, that'll be his final nail in the coffin for it. Here's the thing is that song reminded, like you said, it was, had, um, uh, I don't know the guy's name. Maynard Tool. James Keen. Keen. Yeah. J- sure. Yeah. I'm not the biggest Tool fan. I enjoy Tool, but I'm not the biggest fan. Um, it, and I got I got the hint of Tool, and it sounded a bit like Deftones, but it reminded mm. me of Nine Inch Nails. Like there's there's a hint of Nine there's Inch Nails. There's a bit in of it, it yeah. with the industrial mix the, and yeah. the electronics. Are you chewing mm-hmm. something in your microphone right now? I'm sorry, I'm eating cheese. Okay, good. Is it hard cheese? It's, is it, there a crunchy? Col- is it crunchy cheese? No, it's Colby Jack. It's really soft. It's okay. delicious. Okay, I'm just trying to figure out how much post I'm gonna <laughs> be suffering. <laughs> No, this shouldn't come out and post at all. Maybe my mouth being full will. But the if you don't, if you don't buy, tongue. if you don't buy a three dollar brick of Colby <laughs> Jack cheese from Costco, are you even living your best life? No. I, I prefer to poop. <laughs> <laughs> three pounds. Uh, I'm not pooping again it, for a couple of months. Especially <laughs> Moose, you're a lac- you're lactose intolerant. What are you doing oh, to your see, family? Right along for yeah, him. what are you doing to your family right now, man? Sleeping on the couch. Sleeping on the couch. Listen, I'm trying to I'm trying to vacate the house so I have some quiet space for our next episode. Okay, that's all I'm doing. I think you're gonna get yeah. more than that. Yeah. 
<laughs> God damn it. What do you mean you're leaving back to your mom's house? <laughs> what you, what's going on? <laughs> what's with the circus tent they're putting around the house? What are they doing? <laughs> All right, Moose. You're up. Oh, it's my Brad, turn. Brad's Wait, up. Brad. They're trying to skip me. Brad, you're up. You know what? When'd you get here? We're going to... We're going to play my favorite artist of all time. Ooh, high praise. And this is off of his last album, unfortunately. And I've just been playing this album on repeat. It's so much different, yet so much the same. David Bowie, this is the Black Star album, and this song is amazing. It's called Lazarus. That whole album is so haunting in the fact that I want to say it came out a month before he died. Yeah, it was 2016. And the album is so very much David Bowie, yet it feels like he he knew that... I have a, I obviously probably knew that there was going to be his last album, but I feel, feel like he put his whole ass into it and did everything that he hadn't done on all of his old albums. He experimented in every other way yeah. with this album because it was his last chance to do something crazy with this and that. Yeah, it certainly wasn't the rise and fall of Ziggy Stardust and the Spiders from Mars, that's for sure. No, it's completely different yet familiar yeah. with his discography. And it's fragile, and it's haunting, kinda, and it's... Kind of Johnny Cash's... Yes. Yeah, Johnny his Cash, co- when he had covers, his last couple albums, albums I, were very Well, even his, the way he did his covers. Like, you know, everybody talks about Hurt, um, his cover of that, but even, like, his cover of Rusty Cage and stuff like that. I get what you're saying, Brad, and I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say something, all right? And I don't want to mm-hmm. hear a lot of guff about it, all right? I'm going to give you some guff. I'm not a huge Bowie fan. I respect Crazy. Bowie. Love Bowie. Changes. Obviously. Unacceptable. Changes is one <laughs> yeah. of my favorite songs, like of all time. It's in like my at least my top twenty five. Man who sold the world. You're comparing uh, Nirvana your, better, your appreciation sorry. of Bowie to my appreciation <clears throat> of of White Pony and 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 uh you know that band. I think he appreciates Bowie a little bit more than you appreciate Deftones. Deftones, that's the one. I'm just deaf to their tones. You know I've I mean? never heard anything from Bowie that I've been like, yeah, nah. I haven't heard that. Uh, you, you've okay. done that with Deftones. No, I respect the hell out of David Bowie, and there are certain songs uh, that I do love from him. I did love this, and what I was saying, Brad, is like, even though I'm not... What, the point I'm making is like, even though I'm, I haven't gone through the journey of his discography to like know that his story and and shit like that i can totally tell that this is an ending album there's just something narrating and narration about it in a way just with this song it just it kind of i don't know it's got it's got a feel to it and what was funny is like you know we all like i'm so glad that you like really you moose talk about the whole oh hey when i was listening to this song this is what i was seeing in my head i'm glad yeah that like started a thing so uh, Brad, I know you've seen it. Moosh, have you ever seen the uh, music video to Empire State of Mind? It's the Alicia Keys and Jay-Z yeah. song. Yeah, yeah, no, I know what song you're talking about. I so, think so? 
but There's I don't recall something about the way that move that 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 music video is shot with the black and white and the pops yeah, of yeah, color. Yeah. That's exactly where mm-hmm. I was when I was listening to this. It was just like cruising around New York, but everything's in black and white, and like there's just certain colors that are popping. And then he mentioned, but there's a lyric in here about by the time I got to New York, and I'm like, oh shit, yeah, I was in the, hey, I was hey, in the right place. Version of that I, music I definitely, video, maybe. Yeah, I definitely feel that with like that um the black and white, the New York, and like driving. Yes, just like driving, no, maybe exactly. it's raining, yeah. but like, yeah, it, like, yeah, I can, I can one hundred percent see that. See, it's always as a, as great. Like a, it's yeah. great when music takes you to a place. It's even better when somebody else got taken to pretty much the exact same place. And it's even better when those two things happen, and then you find out when you're listening to a song for the first time that that's exactly what the the picture the the artist was trying to paint. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. crazy. You know. Yeah. One of my favorite facts about Bowie, or one of my favorite events that happened be, uh, with Bowie, David Bowie, is one of my other favorite bands of all time that I love everything they've done is the Arcade Fire. Mm-hmm. And David Bowie actually had a, like a cameo, uh, vocal, vocal cameo in uh, their song uh, Reflector that came out in 2013, 2014. Um. It was just like one of those songs that it had a very Bowie esque essence to it, and mm-hmm. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't pick it up at the time. But later on, I realized, oh shit, David Bowie's like connecting with other artists, and he started doing all these little like cameos throughout, um, like the early two th- or late two thousands, early teens, two thousand teens, um, like indie artists and shit like that. He did a lot of like interesting work. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, like every album's very different, yet very Bowie. It is yeah. Bowie, Bowieism. I don't, I, there is something that is, you can f- listen to music and be like, that's Bowie. Yeah. Yet it's someone else. The influence is. That, that's crazy. not a level, that's a level I, I want to be at. You know, I have an idea. Maybe at some point in the future, because we got a very special deep dive coming up on the calendar already. Uh, and then I think we're going, I think our, uh, follow up to that is going to be incubus but maybe the two of you should deep dive me into bowie i could listen to david bowie he's probably the only artist that i can put on like this is bowie or best of right, right and right. not and not find a single dud in that whole thing for me so well look i mean t- taste I is that. taste is always relevant right but i mean the thing is is like i i what i love uh discovering about an artist is their sound uh, to the point to where mm-hmm. I can pick that out. Like I can pick out a Dr. Dre beat in the first three seconds of sure. hearing a, of yeah. hearing a track. Uh, I can, I can, uh, there's, there's this, there's certain things we've talked about. Uh, Jimi Hendrix, his guitar tone is very, absolutely. See, yeah. Ray Vaughn ha- has a guitar tone. I mean, vocals is kind of cheating drums. I can, I could do that with, with drums. I can, but like it's David Bowie's cadence. Yeah. So it, it's, yeah. I want to be able to do that with Bowie. So maybe maybe uh we'll we'll put a deep dive on the calendar at some point for you guys to dive me into Bowie. Yeah, I'm down. But Absolutely. No singles. I have heard all the singles. So there's no right. reason to play yeah, those. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm sure yeah, we, I'm sure our audience has heard all the singles. Oh, yeah. Dude, if you haven't Even heard a you don't David know Bowie you have. single, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You, you yeah, if you, you didn't know you did already. Yeah. But, like I said, fuck, sp- I mean Space Oddity. No. Ugh. Everybody has heard that song. 
You had to. Mm-hmm. If you never haven't heard it on the radio, it's in a dozen fucking Ground movies. Control yeah. to Major Tom. And then, yeah. Uh, yeah, like I said, my favorite Bowie song of all time is Changes. But let's see if that changes. Ha ha! You're up, Moose. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, I was gonna say I got like three Bowie albums on vinyl. Huh. I think. Hmm. Anyway. I'm trying to collect them all at the moment. Yeah. Um. So this will come to my final pick. We have three, three, and three. So I went first, so this is my third pick. And because we're in that weird taint of the year between Christmas and New Year's, um, there's one song that I always, 100% of the time, listen to every year, right at New Year's, right? Like the week coming up to New Year's after Christmas is a song called The New Year by Death Cab for Cutie off of Transatlanticism, which is one of my favorite albums. I have it on vinyl. It's gorgeous i love love the imagery and the 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 concept of this song the new year death cab for cutie dude oh, this is the new year and i don't feel any different <laughs> god he's such a distinct voice yeah ben gibbard is amazing i just I'm excited because they're, uh, I, I think they have ticket sales open now. I'm not sure when they, their, their ticket sales open for their next tour um, coming out in 2024. Um, but it's nice because it's Death Cab for Cutie and Ben Gibbard's other band, uh, the Postal Service, and they're going on tour together. So it's Ben Gibbard just playing all of his hits from the past fucking 30, 40 years. <laughs> And I'm so excited. I gotta, I gotta get tickets to these shows when they come to Portland. Uh, well, um, that it that that wasn't bad. Yeah, the lyrics were good, uh, especially the second half. Yeah, the the little break in the middle. Yeah, it's it's fantastic. It's the opening track to Transatlanticism. Which is, like I said, my favorite album by them. It's just so... Every song on this album is just filled with, I don't know, imagery and emotion and and tension. And there's just so much to it. Every song, The New Year. uh, One of my favorite songs, Title and Registration. I think I played that song before on the show. I I actually enjoyed it. I was surprised. And I think think Death Cab gets like some like i automatically there are words that i hate uh-huh. there's just words that i hate i hate the sound of certain words and i'm not talking about moist like that that's some nah. cliche bullshit um especially i hate when you mispronounce the word remember <laughs> <laughs> brad and i know allegedly that, that says that says remember <laughs> Uh no the, specifically there's specific, oh my god yeah. the, yes Brad and I also know somebody that due to their lisp they can't say specifically uh but no not not those there's also uh expressions that I hate like yeah you can make some decent coin doing that I seriously want to stab anybody that says that to me and the only reason I'm releasing that one is because the two of you already know that one yeah, yeah. I have some. I have something else that the two of you each say every once in a blue moon, huh. and I'm never going to tell either one of you what it is, because then I'll hear it all the goddamn time. But there, 
My point. Oh, now, Brad, we got to figure it out. Yeah, we'll figure it Good out. Luck. I have an idea. Good luck. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. uh, so there's sound, like I'm very sensitive to sound. There's sounds in general that I can't stand, but there's also just words that I just hate. Cutie mm. is one of them. I don't even like that I said that's, it just now. That's fair. I hate that word. That's fair. Why can't this band just be called Death Cab? I'd be fine with it. That is a badass name, too. Do you not just ever buy cab. those little itty-bitty mandarin oranges that are called cuties? I, I eat them. I don't read them. Yeah. <laughs> I buy we them don't call to, them cuties in our house. Yeah, I buy them we to call them small oranges. Small oranges. oranges. Do you see the size of those oranges? Yeah, they're small. You don't say they're cute. Cute is a fine word. I don't even mind that. This isn't but, Polly Pocket. This is my damn house. Small <laughs> orange. <laughs> Polly Pocket. Oh I my heard, god! I haven't heard that name in thirty-five years. Dude, like I, I remember working. I remember when I was working at Taco Bell when I was like sixteen, and you'd get, you'd get the not sponsored. Really? Do, do we have to say that about every fucking company that we are sponsored Anything by? That's copyright. I, I, that's I just not had a copyright. Feeling that was the term you were talking about? Oh no, I do. When you hate, said this, I had to throw it. In there. Uh, well, <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah. I said both of you. Moosh is the only one that says that about any brand oh, that is brought yeah. up on the show. <laughs> we are currently right now sponsored by Skillshare, as you fucking heard in the beginning of the episode. We don't need Hell to yeah. say that after every goddamn company. But no, when I was working at Taco Bell. You'd get like Sponsored. the ve- <laughs> <laughs> You whispered it. <laughs> you get the the Valley Girls that come up and they they may they have really hard K's. Like they'll come up and they'll be like, "Yeah, I'll have two tacos and a small drink." And that sound <laughs> drives <laughs> such a Southern California crazy. Well, that's where I fucking worked was in California. Yeah. But that that Sound drives me fucking nuts. My yeah, wife does it sometimes. Yeah, it drives me up nuts. Anywhere from Southern California, most most people oh in general will have most, a hard K, I, even on things that don't have K's for like in the them. We'll fifth have a, time. I'm not from Southern California. Hi, welcome to Southern California. Oh my I'm not in girl, what are you doing here? <laughs> <laughs> I am about well, I had to take the 405 and got off on the five 10 and then hours <laughs> away from the 405. I am not in Southern California. If you wanted to tie just, me in, I'm in the Bay. If you really wanted or Northern. Northern, Northern. starts at Bakersfield. All right? You get over the grapevine. The grapevine is the divider. That's how this works. Yeah. But anyway, heard, that's that's where I heard it. There are <laughs> noises. That piss me off and words that piss me off. Cutie is one of them. And I think if they just called themselves Death Cab, I mean, it's still an emo name, but it's a cool name. Death Cab's cool. I, I, I can't. Where are you going? Going to see Death Cab? Fucking sick. Yeah. Good with that. Yeah, sounds metal as hell. Sounds metal yeah. as fuck. Metal as fuck, boys. Yeah, that sounds, that sounds, that's a good name, but it's for Cutie. I'll tell you what makes sense, guys. Okay. <laughs> what makes sense and what I fully expected and what I predicted in April. Nope. May, what I predicted okay. in May of this year. Yes. We had Brown Bear on in April, I want to say. That's right. I loved that episode. Brown Bear, shout out to you. You're amazing. We yep. love you. Love you, he's Matt. cool as shit. Cool motherfucker. Out there, he's, he's out there touring right now, checking out all his shit on, on the socials. Hope and, he's killing it. Um, oh, he is. Of course he is. That's what he does. Yeah. But... um. I we we had him back on the show for a Kendrick Lamar deep dive, 
which was yep. another great episode. Brad, you got to be, you were on for that one. That was fun. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, I said on that show that after I got to live with his music for a little bit, I told him, you're going to be the cut, the cuts number one artist this year on our account. Yep. And that was 100% accurate. Yeah. It was by a lot. Was, yeah. <laughs> yeah, by a lot. The first seven tracks on the cuts account are tracks from Brown Bear. And then it's like another song, another song, another song, Brown Bear, another song, Brown Bear, another song, another song, Brown Bear. All the way down. I think the least listened to track off of his Demons album came in at, tra- came in at like number 17 or 18. That's mm. impressive. I spent... 1200 minutes i listened to that album 49 times god damn you hear that shit matt for you boys god damn it 49 fucking (laughs) times so my number one artist number one album brown bear demons it's my i've said it before it's my favorite album i think the last time i was obsessed with an album like this was 2017 when metallica released hardwired so fucking six years all right yeah yeah my top album or my top song is the self-titled track demons so brown bear demons off of demons here we go god damn i love brown bear Dude, such a vibe. Such yeah, a it, it's vibe. It, he's he's one hundred percent become a staple for like listening to Brown Bear is just part of my traveling and road trip and like just like being in the car with the family. It's it's wholesome, it's clean, it's easy listening, and it's just perfect to just put on Brown Bear, especially his Demons album is so is so nice and soothing. Uh, to just have on the car when you're driving, along, along nice with the, chillax, along with the bops, yeah, on the no, first yeah, on the first half of the album, right? Um, it, it was funny when I was when I was flying uh, home from Hawaii a little over a month ago. I was with Cece, and I was showing. I have a playlist uh, for flying, and it's filled with rock, but also it, it's got stuff from like the softer stuff of like Evanescence. There's a lot of deft tones on there. The things that just let your brain kind of take a trip on. Uh, but there's also like Lionel Richie and, and shit sure. like that. Like I just sold stuff. Right. And uh, CC's flips there. And he's like, no brown bear. And I'm like, bro, I have his albums downloaded. Like I'm going to listen to like, he's his own thing. He doesn't go on a playlist except for on this show. <laughs> um, yeah. The Demon demons was such a good fucking album. And it's I, a solid fucking album. It, yeah. 100% I hope agree. I hope we have done him justice in the States since April when we first had him on because I know people that listen to him and text me every once in a while and go and thank me yep. for yep. Introducing, introducing them to yeah. Introducing him to them, not you to them. However it works. Okay. <laughs> uh, Syntax. I have people that thank me for introducing them to his music. There you go. Mm. There it is. All right. Uh, which, yeah, fu- fucking great. We'll find a reason to get Matt back on here. Obviously, you know, he's a touring musician. He's busy. But we'll get him back. Um, and I had some, he's just oh. a cool dude to hang out with too. Like oh, when we did yeah, our, our deep dive on Kendrick Lamar, like fuck man, I just love hanging out with him. I love him being like metaphorically in the room because we're obviously Zoom meetings and he's in Scotland. But just 
hanging out in like that in that like face to face so to speak uh is just amazing well it, i mean for you you can't you can't write the i don't think you can write the lyrics he does and and run writers retreats and and all that stuff right. to help indie artists and not be introspective right. uh which i mean yeah that, that's still to this day that's the I mean, we got pretty pretty deep during Megan Black's episode, but I, I think given the artists that we were diving into being Kendrick uh, and, and having Brown Bear's perspective on a lot of those things, uh, that's still the deepest conversation that we've had. And uh, Matt actually hit me up, the, hit us up the other day because, um, as I mentioned on last week's episode, we completely rebranded. Uh, our road trip episode was the very last, I probably should have talked about this in the beginning too, but our road trip episode is the last one with our old logo and our old look. Uh, the site has been completely rebranded with, uh, and we're not really changing too much as far as the show goes. Revamped is the way to go. But I mean, revamped, you know, we, we had to get a new logo. Uh, I, I shouted out, um, our boy Justin for drawing the mental health is mental health, uh, merch stuff earlier. Um, so we, we're, we're, we're going places. We're doing, we're doing bigger things. We got, we got a lot. We have too much going on in 2024 already. We're, we have to like, there's, there's shit around the rim of our funnel of new things that are of artists yeah. and guests and people and things that we want to do on the way. And we'll talk about them as yeah. soon as everything 2024 is 2024 is going to be a busy year for all Fuck of us. Yeah. Busy, busy. And bring, bring it on. I can't wait. But uh, oh, so, anyway, I'm I so posted excited. on uh, Twitter and uh, Instagram and all, all over the socials our, um, our revamped website. And one of the things that I added was an artist page. So mm-hmm. every artist from Slow Cooked Bears, our very first, the band that gave us a shot at, at interviews for the very first time, uh, James, uh, Yunsu and, and Josh, uh, from them to Brown Bear, Von Bolt, Megan Black, uh, JJ Lovegrove. They're all oh. on an artist page and you can go in there, click on their stuff. And you'll have a Spotify, um, widget for their interview with us, a Spotify widget for their music, all, uh, what I wrote about their episode and what I think about their music and what, what our perspective was is on there. And then all of their social links. So. We are here to support indie artists. I will say that people like Rich over at Unheard Indie and Ricky over at Indie and Beyond do a better job of that, but we're trying to do our part with that too. Um, So go check out that page, show some indie artists some love. And honestly, if you're going to be selfish, be into it for the fucking music because the music is fucking banging. I want to say real quick, because you brought up JJ Lovegrove, her album, The Lines We Leave Behind. Fuck. It's a Bro, trip, dude. It is so a trip. Good. It's criminal that there's not more plays yet. I know I know it's new. It's a new album, latest release. But fuck, man, it's so good. Yeah, it is a it'll f- get there. It is a fucking trip. Someone will Yeah. I'm excited to see all the artists we've had on. I feel like artist is the appropriate word. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like every 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 artist we've had on the show. Artist is the appropriate word to have for them because they're they're creatives, they're they're intellectuals, they're knowing they know Beyond what they musicians. want, they know what they're doing, and they do it well. And I feel I'm very proud to have all of those artists that you mentioned on our show and have them featured on our website. Like I'm so excited for that, dude. And the ones we have to come and I, like these guys oh, yeah. eat, sleep, all of them eat, sleep, and breathe their craft. Like this is yeah. what they do, and. 
It's awesome. And uh, it hasn't happened yet. It's going to happen very soon. Um, and I'll, I'll, I'll probably talk about it. I may have talked about it last week because we haven't recorded last week yet. But I actually get to see um, our uh, Megan Black. Yeah. Yeah. It should be the very first artist we've had on that I get to actually meet. She's so cool, dude. She hooked us up with uh, with uh, uh, VIP tickets. So uh, CC and I are going to go watch her perform in San Francisco. And I will for damn sure talk all about it as soon as that happens. So, uh, yeah, shout very out to all cool. you guys, uh, all the artists we've had on and the artists that are that are on their way, which I also yeah. can't wait for. So, Brad, you have our closing track. Ah. Oh. Yeah. That doesn't happen very often. No, for fuck's sake. Close us out, buddy. He's always stuck in the middle, <laughs> apparently. That's Bradley in the middle. Last to go. <laughs> but uh, always lost in the I brought woods. some Mac Miller, who was number three on my list. Uh, something about this year, I was listening to a lot of Mac Miller, and I wanted everyone else to listen to a lot of Mac Miller. Yeah. Um, this is off the Circles album. Fantastic album. Uh, this song's called Woods. It almost feels like a waste to even speak after that song. It is a perfect ending it, to an episode. A hundred percent. I was just thinking, you know, he was like three, four months short of joining the 27 club. Mm-hmm. And it's fucking terrible. And it's wait, like it. Wait, he's dead. Oh, yeah. yeah he passed Super away in dead. 2018. Oh, shit. I, yeah. I, I had no idea. The. uh it's fucking crazy too because i knew he existed as a as a rapper and i never i like you know me same I'm not here into the rap I, heard, game. I heard his name but that was it um mm-hmm. i discovered him for lack of better words i i really like fell in love with mac miller as a an artist uh off of tiny desk tiny desk concerts npr oh, tiny desk concerts. i love that concert dude it's so good like when i watched him do that i was like this isn't just like some you know white kid rapping like he's no. got poetry, he's got rhymes, he's got just everything about well, his cadence, everything about what he does is so just refined for being so young. I mean, he was, I don't know, 25, 24 when he did Tiny Desks. Yeah. And he, I mean, he's got a, um, a lot of jazz influence Yeah, and he has, he, uh, has, what is it? Synonym? What do you call it when you're like, simp, this simp. is my name, but I'm writing this under a different name. Pseudonym. Pseudonyms, yeah. Pseudonym. Yeah. So he's got several things under his belt under pseudonyms, whether it's on jazz albums, uh a lot of stuff. Yeah, I mean, I mean the, his his birth his birth name, Malcolm James McCormick, also mm-hmm. known as Delusional Thomas, Easy Mac, Larry Fisherman, Larry Lovestain, <laughs> Larry uh, the Lovestain. Velvet Revival. Like, yeah. And then of course Mac Miller. The, Brad, I gotta and say he, that like I think one thing that you do better than than Moosh and I is like your ability to find vibes. Oh, I, I survive off the vibe. Live for the vibe. <laughs> survive the vibe. Oh, oh. That's next merch. Oh fuck, <laughs> Bradley, survive we did vibe. it again. Again, <laughs> oh man, it's two for two. Live for the vibe. <laughs> Live for the vibe. Survive for the vibe. Whoa, whoa. All right, all we'll right. Workshop it, but yeah, survive the vibe. Mm-hmm. But I'm I, writing that down. I just his beat selection, his instrumentals, all the different things, like even the baseline in that was just so simple yet so oh, fucking God, funky. Yes. 
Perfect. The drums were impactful and not very varied, but they, they just felt right. Yep. And the synth. Yeah. Oh, I'm a sucker That's for just, synth. Yeah, it, made, it made me think of a shoegaze a bit. Yeah. Like shoegaze yeah. light yeah. going oh, on in the background on the high end. I forget the term like ozionic. It is very, I feel like I'm just floating when I'm listening yeah. to a lot of Mac Miller. Like even if they broke it down to an instrumentals and usually I'm not a big fan of instrumental like, oh, this is my album, but this is just the instrumentals. But every time I get a chance, that is something that I can just sit there and almost enter a meditative state and just fucking vibe. Yeah, 100%. I feel like, like I said, he's definitely the exception to the 27 Club because he died at age 26. He, like I said, he's four months short. So when we do our 27 Club episode someday, uh, we... I think we should have Mac Miller if we have enough space. I he deserves fits to be for there. me. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, he deserved to live much longer. Oh, absolutely. Most of them did. Yeah, I'm. Th- these are th- this is one of the the circumstances that, like, again, I'm not the big hip hop guy, but Mac mm-hmm. Miller had something to say, and I was here to listen. You know, Moose. Absolutely. I think we need to do a Tupac deep dive. With you. Oh, shit. Yeah, that's because that's some real shit. Tupac has a status that you can't. You can't touch the status. It doesn't matter if you like poetry. Yeah. Okay. so the thing is, though, that like. I will say culturally, I don't connect with that. This uh, will this will help you. Okay. Because like, like it, Mac like Miller, no Mac Miller is much more like it I is mean, two different cultures. Yes, very much so. Yeah. Okay. But Bradley and I will we will put together uh, some oh. a, sam- a sampler oh. for you. I just had an idea. What? This is this is our new version of Force Fed. Hmm. Oh, thank God! Yes, hundred <laughs> yeah. percent. It's the two of you introducing me to something new. And then later on, maybe Mike and I can introduce Brad to something. Uh, or ma- good luck. Yeah, good no. luck. Yeah, I, I know. I, I, once I said it, I was like, "Oh yeah, like that'll never happen." So, so or, basically, or Brad force and I can fed. introduce Mike to something, and we can force feed each other in a weird. Freeze. So Brad, Brad is the chef, and he selects who a sous chef and the oh. taster is going to be. Is <laughs> what really? it is. You know what? I like where this is going. <laughs> yeah, this is a, this is a goddamn fun. sitcom. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, hey, you. I said earlier, you guys do a David Bowie uh, deal for me and uh, Moose. Brad and I will do a Tupac for you. Okay, um, and, I'm game. I'm yeah, game. I think I. Yeah, because I mean, it's hard to. I'll, I'll I'll say this. It's hard to listen to hip hop nowadays, regardless of how great the artist is. With Kendrick, Drake, and Cole are the exception. They're the only mm-hmm. exceptions. Of new artists. Brad, you tell me if you agree with this. No. Other, hold on. You don't know what I'm about to say. Other than, well, other than them. You missed. Hold, okay. Who'd I miss? Okay. Who'd I miss? Uh, there's plenty. There's plenty. You don't even know what I'm saying. On. Here's the thing. I, I You put them three together and I, I have an idea. Here, it's a conscious rap, but there's plenty more. No, no. What I'm saying is, is it's hard to listen to hip hop as at this late in its evolution, even though it's a very, it's like the youngest genre. It is later mm. in its evolution. If you listen to hip hop from 
the the late 80s through even the early 2000s, but primarily the 90s, you'll have, because it was so new, they were making a point to introduce themselves, introduce what this genre is as it went through its like first evolutionary stage from the samples and everything going through Rapper's Delight and then up through Run DMC and then all of a sudden NWA comes out and then the East Coast does their thing and then you have, uh, you know, between Bad Boy Records and you and, and Wu-Tang and shit like that. They're introducing the genre. So at that mm-hmm. point, and that's what I'm saying is like, I feel like you can listen to Cole, Kendrick, or uh, uh, what was the other one I mentioned? Drake. Oh, Drake. wait, no, I didn't mean to mention Drake. That was where I was all like, no, oh, no, no, oh, sorry, yeah. Cole and Kendrick. No, scratch that. I didn't You're mean to. It's like, when you talk about three artists for basic, basic bitches. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, you no, definitely no. said Drake. And no, I, was I, like, I, I, I didn't mean to. Uh, I mean, okay. But. That is definitely the easiest three for old heads. Like people who have kind of stop listening to modern hip hop. Those are the three easiest artists for them to listen I, to I mostly because they're not digging hand. in anything new. I will raise my hand on that. Yes. They're the, they are, those three are my favorite. That's probably why I accidentally said Drake, but Drake is not involved in this. Uh, he's too fucking new, but, um, Kendrick and, and Cole just seem to ha- kind of have a, a timeless way. They're lyrical rappers yes. and that's what you, so that's where you vibe. We'll get into we'll, now. Now. Okay. We'll so what do, how do we feel about Wiz Khalifa? Because I've heard a few tracks by him that I enjoy. Wiz, Wiz is definitely a vibe. But he's new. He hasn't been well, around yeah, very long. Nah, he's, he's about as old as Drake. Yeah. Uh, he's been no, around for a minute. A vibe. But like, uh, yeah, to, uh, he's definitely a vibe, and I feel that. Like, he's our age. For no, one but thing. like, Tupac, dude, we'll, we'll take you back to the early, early 90s. Yeah, that's going to well, be poetry. Yeah. All right, we're going we're gonna to come at you know to to apocalypse now it's going to be and it's going to be some i'm going to play hit him up (laughs) (laughs) we should totally play hit him up but we should play like keep your head up and dear mama and and shit like that brenda's got a baby brenda's got a baby because her belly's got a brain it's a damn shame the girl can hardly spell her name god damn it all right anyway don't don't give me don't give me spitting i haven't heard that song in 20 fucking years oh this is gonna be so much fun um all right brad uh you and i should do a hip-hop episode soon yeah. yeah. No, which, that's what we're talking about. No, no, no. We're doing a Tupac deep dive with you. Brad and I should do our own fucking thing. We, you gotta, oh. yeah, yeah. Anyway. Uh, yeah, I guess I could take a night off. Yeah, take a night off. <laughs> so, all right. This has been our Spotify wrapped playlist. Uh, and tonight we press play on Incubus, Rob Zombie, Hot Mulligan, Spirit Box, Deftones, David Bowie, Death Cab for Cutie. Cutie. <sighs> Brown Bear and closing it out with the Vibe Woods by Mac Miller. Hope you guys enjoyed this. Uh, again, be sure to like, rate, share this show. It really helps us out. Uh, follow us on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok at the Cut Music One. And for everything else, the CutMusic.com. We have been Mike and the Moosh and and, and, Brad. and Brad. We should try a baritone next time. And Brad. We will talk to you guys next week. Peace. Bye. Bye.